The Red Sox took the series from the Mariners on Wednesday with a 12-3 win, and Alex Cora made a decision about Nick Pavetta's role going forward. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I am your host, Lauren Willand, and the Red Sox now have all the momentum on their side going into their nine-game road trip against the Padres. And even though Brian Bayo did enough on his birthday to get the win for the Red Sox and the offense exploded, we're going to start talking about Nick Pavetta first. We talked about how he really needed to make that impression to stay in this rotation, solidify a spot in it going forward. He obviously didn't because Cora did not commit to him starting while the Red Sox were on the West Coast. But Alex Cora did confirm after Wednesday's game that Pavetta will indeed move to the bullpen. If you remember two starts ago, Pavetta kind of brushed off the questions about going to the bullpen, about the the potential of that. And he didn't really seem interested in answering the question. He was just kind of like, I'm a starter and that's what I'm going to do. He did get another start after that, but he will not get another start for the foreseeable future. It's, it's unknown how long he will be in the bullpen, but Cora said that's where he's going to go and that he understood the conversation that Pavetta understood during their conversation that this was what's going to happen. This is the direction of the team right now, and this is what's best for the Red Sox. I mean, there's a logjam in the starting rotation. There soon is going to be a logjam in the bullpen. But after Wednesday's game, he was ready to answer questions, and he just seems very ready to help the Red Sox win. He did say that I'm grateful for every opportunity I'm given helping my team achieve our goals. I'm going to go out there and do my job, put up zeros and help my team win. I just don't think I should make this about me. I've got to pitch better and I've got to start doing that right here. The better I do out of the bullpen, the more I can help this team and help us move toward the ultimate goal of winning the World Series. I think that is what's most important. And I think that he's saying the right things, right? You obviously want him to be good out of the bullpen. His career numbers out of the bullpen he has a, just over a six ERA, but he was fine in the 2021 postseason. So that's the Pavetta that we want to see. He'll be used in a longer reliever role. So if he can give you three innings like he did against the Mariners in their opening game of this series, and those three scoreless innings, he looked really good, was in command of his pitches. And if, if he can give you that out of the bullpen, I'd say that's a win-win in moving him there. Pavetta said he's still going to go out there and compete. He enjoys playing for the Red Sox. And any time that he can go out and help his team, that's what he's going to do. So... I do think that it was hard for him to make that transition, especially because you're a starting pitcher. We've talked to starting pitchers. We've talked to relievers on this show and they're just their routine in general, how it can get messed up. And then you have to do a new routine. I guess you could call it first world problems, but Pavetta now knows what his role is going to be. And I think, I mean, judging from this rotation, I, I think he's going to find a home in the Red Sox bullpen this year. I know I had mentioned before about Tanner Houck potentially moving to the bullpen. I still think that's a, a strong option for Boston, especially if he continues to struggle that second and third time through the lineup. Because if Houck can give you dominant pitching that first time through the lineup, he's also going to excel out of the bullpen. But that's, you know, questions for Alex Cora to answer down the road and probably sooner rather than later. Tanner Houck indeed will pitch Monday when their series begins against the Angels. And Alex Cora said that they believe Brian Bayo will make his next start on regular rest. So the Red Sox rotation is back to five after Pavetta going to the bullpen. You have Corey Kluber, you have Chris Sale, you have James Paxton, Tanner Houck, and Brian Bayo. 
they're all going to make their next starts on their regular rest schedule. But things could change after that because Garrett Whitlock is coming back from the injured list. He looks strong in Worcester and, ev- and everything is pointing to him being a starter when he returns. So that's another question that Cora will have to answer. Is this going to be Kluber's last time in the rotation? Is he going to have to move to the bullpen? Are they going to put Hauk in the bullpen? Are they going to put anyone else in the bullpen? Will they put Garrett Whitlock out there? There's a lot of questions now, but the bullpen is also filling up because Pavetta joined Cutter Crawford, who's going to be activated. You have Josh Winkowski, Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin, Jolie Rodriguez, Richard Blyer. John Schreiber eventually will come back, but he's obviously dealing with that lat issue right now. So a lot of questions, a lot of questions that are on Alex Cora's plate right now. It's a bit crowded, but as we've said before, this could be a good problem to have. I think it is a good problem to have. But you just want to make the the right decisions for your team. You want to put the right people in the bullpen. You want to put the right people on the mound every single night when you start a game, especially when you're going into a series against the Padres. They're a very strong team. You want to bring your best. And I think that I think they can. I think the Red Sox can. They have all that momentum on their side now after bouncing back from the series loss or the series opening loss against the Mariners. So more questions are on the horizon, which means more answers are on the horizon. But someone who indeed will make his next start is Brian Bayo. He struck out seven over five innings of work on Wednesday. We will talk about his start and how the offense exploded in our next segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast just as soon as I tell you about bird dogs because bird dogs they're comfortable they're versatile and their fit is like no other they fit me like a glove i absolutely love my order i just got it in the other day they say look good feel good and when you're wearing bird dogs that's exactly how you're going to feel you're going to look good you're going to feel good because what you're wearing is going to fit you it's going to make you feel good whether you go to the gym whether you're going golfing maybe you're going to work these are so versatile you can wear them to the gym and then to work maybe not in that order maybe you change out of your gym bird dogs and then put on your work bird dogs but if you feel like going golfing in a pair of bird dogs put them on and you can go meet some friends afterwards there's honestly nothing that bird dogs can't do they can be worn in any situation you have the host from the pardon my take podcast they don't wear pants they famously never wear pants but you know what they do wear is that they wear bird dogs they they love them they swear by them I swear by them and you will soon swear by them too. So how do you get your pair of bird dogs? You go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB and there you'll enter your promo code locked on MLB and they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. I just got my tumbler as well. I love this thing. It never leaves my side now. It has become my emotional support cup after my OG one broke, but who does not love a good tumbler? Head on over to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB promo code locked on MLB to get your order started and to get that free tumbler. Brian Bayo celebrated his 24th birthday with a win, but it didn't come without surrendering five walks. So the good news is that he only allowed one earned run. So you look at those walks and you're like, yeah, okay, like sure. You'd like to limit those, but at least they didn't turn into five runs or even more runs than that. He did have seven Ks. So overall it was a fine start. I think as he continues to work his way up and continue to get stretched out and pitch more innings, you're going to see these walks get limited, but averaging a walk per inning really isn't ideal, but these are things he can fix. And I think these are things that he will fix going forward. He will make his next start. So be interesting to see how he bounces back. And it's weird to say bounce back because like I said, the start was fine. There's not much, too much to gripe with there except the walks. But Bayo called it a tricky situation, saying that he was battling every inning to kind of get a feel for his pitches. And he said that his hands were getting cold. 
So it was a battle because of the conditions. It was not a warm night in Boston on Wednesday. It was cold and there was a freeze warning in some parts of Massachusetts. So it was colder than what the Red Sox have been used to. It's felt like summer the last few days and a very nice mild spring. And then you have this you know, 32 degree night. It's cold. It, it's, it's cold out there. Cora also weighed in on Bayo's outing. He called it a bit erratic, but still said that his stuff plays. There was a lot of swigs and misses with his sinker. And even though he struggled with command, he he still was able to give the Red Sox five innings and the offense, of course, gave them the big lead. So big shout out to that offense because Bayo would not have been able to secure that W without the offense, which was led by Justin Turner. He's had a really strong last two games. He went three for four on Wednesday. He had a home run, a double, and he had two RBI, scored three of his own. And he has appeared in all 44 games for Boston this season. And his slash line is 280, 368, and 427. So not a bad pickup over the offseason. I know that I was questioning the signing a little bit. I know some fans had some questions regarding it, but he's proving that, A, he can play every game and that he can contribute to this offense. And I think that that's why he was brought in here, not just to be a veteran presence and a bit of a leader, but to kind of get this lineup going, to provide that offense. No, he's not the person he was five, six years ago, but he's making an impact on this lineup and we're seeing it pretty much every night and we certainly saw it Wednesday night but we have to talk about Pablo Reyes who's looking like a huge huge win for High and Bloom right now he was acquired from the A's for cash considerations so the Red Sox got him for essentially nothing and talk about making an impact and making an impact right away and he did that on Wednesday right now Reyes has a five game hitting streak he's gone eight for 19 at the plate and that included going two for five with four RBI on Wednesday He's really credited his teammates helping him with his confidence. You know, he's a minor league player. He comes to the Red Sox organization, immediately gets inserted into the lineup and is expected to fill major voids on this team that the Red Sox have right now in the infield. And he's just fit in seamlessly. He's made some nice plays at shortstop. He's obviously hitting the ball very well. And he said that he's getting his confidence from his teammates. And he said that his mentality is that, People are saying that this is the same baseball that they're playing in the minor league. So his mentality is just to help the team win, whether it's running or the defense or the offense. And that's exactly what he's done. I've loved watching him play. He's so much fun on the base path. He's so much fun when he's on the field. And of course, at the plate, he's just really good fit right now. And this is what you want to see, right? When you get the notification that the Red Sox trade for him, you're thinking, who is this? Like, how is he going to make an impact on this team? Or you just think, well, we we got him for cash consideration. So if he ends up stinking, it's really not the end of the world. But he's off to a really good start right now. And hopefully that can continue into the West Coast road trip because I'm just having a lot of fun watching him play. And like I said, he's making a contribution to this lineup. He's helping the Red Sox win. And when this offense is hot, it's hot. And we've seen that already in the first 40-plus games this season. You had Kike Hernandez on Wednesday. He went two for four with two RBI. Jaron Duran, another Strong night at the plate, going two for three with an RBI of his own. And I know we talked about Jaron Duran Wednesday. We're probably going to talk about Jaron Duran tomorrow as well. And it's really, really nice to see that he is just really coming into this really serviceable MLB player. He leads the team in stolen bases. He's really proving that he's more than just speed. And he's contributing at the plate. He's making plays in the outfield. And he's silencing a lot of the hate that he got last year. And yes, that hate that he got was warranted. And the criticism he received was warranted. But we can always walk that back. And we, he can always prove the people wrong. And that's exactly what he's doing. So it's been really, really good to see. And I'm really glad that he seems to have figured things out, not just in baseball, but really mentally as well. Because he just looks completely like a different player. He's having fun. And he's more focused 
on what the task at hand is. So props to Jaron Duran. Hopefully he can continue to be this kind of player. And you have a tough stretch coming up. You know, going to the West Coast for a while is not easy. And you have to start the series with the Padres, a very tough team. So let's keep let's keep this rolling for him. Let's keep all the good vibes rolling for this team. And let's keep this offense hot. We have one more segment here in the Locked On Red Sox podcast. Of course, we'll end the show with the mental health minute. But first, I want to tell you about So Rare, which is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace that transforms fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from every single MLB team. Unlike other fantasy baseball Baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. You collect, you buy, you sell, and you compete with player cards against global opponents, and you can win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards. Plus, it costs nothing to play. So it's a win-win all around. The more you win, the more you advance. So you collect increasingly powerful cards the more you win, the more you get through these tournaments and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. A lot of us are playing in the Locked On MLB group chat. Some are making progress more than others, but it's always fun when you get a group of your friends to get on So Rare and collect some cards and go head-to-head with one another. What's life without a little friendly competition? So head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E. Com to draft your team a free player card, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Today's mental health minute is super simple. It's just a reminder to make sure you are taking care of yourself. You're putting your best effort into every single day. And if you're having an off day or you're having a day where you're just kind of like, I have only 30% to give to this day and you give all 30%, you still gave all you had. So that's 100% in my eyes. You exerted yourself and you did everything you could to give everything that you have to give to this day. That's a win on its own. I think that's something you should be proud of and that you should celebrate. I am thinking about the next few days in particular because I don't start my new job till Monday. I have a few days here in between and I promised myself Thursday, I I would just give myself the day to essentially do nothing. I don't have to do laundry. I don't have to go run any errands. I'm just going to veg on the couch. I'm going to read. I'm going to catch up on my TV shows. And I'm going to do a crossover episode with Locked On Padres and Javi so we can have that ready for you tomorrow to preview this series against the Red Sox and the Padres. But so many times we get caught up in not putting ourselves first. And I think that's that's natural. I think that's a human thing to do. And we need to start putting ourselves first because the better version we can put ourselves out into the universe, the better we will feel. And then just, and that's what matters the most. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Locked On Red Sox right here on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It's where you can find us every day. We'll be back tomorrow. Crossover with Javi and Locked On Padres. We're definitely looking forward to that. We, We did a crossover a few months ago and we're excited to get the band back together and preview what's sure to be an exciting series. Of course, the Red Sox will be facing Xander Bogarts for the first time since he signed in San Diego. Don't forget to check out the other shows across the Locked On Network. Of course, Locked On Padres, Locked On Pirates, Locked On Yankees. Everyone does such a great job here bringing you baseball content Monday through Friday. The Red Sox are off on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow and maybe even this weekend. I'll drop a few bonus episodes for you to talk about the games. But until then, you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. And then me, la 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 Lauren, three laws, Lauren with four R's. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll end this show how we always do. Keep the faith and let's go Red Sox.